Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 209 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with the book of Job this week. Uh, We are studying August uh, the 1st to August the 7th and uh, we've just kind of gotten halfway through chapter 1. Um, where the Job is described as a perfect man. I mean, we didn't really have time to discuss what this probably means as perfect. Was he perfect in obedience? Was he perfect as in he was complete, that he had uh, a a complete um, dedication to the Lord? He had everything set in his life and it was perfect in that way. Um, it's not very very clear, but we can discuss that for a whole other episode if we have time. Uh, but I don't want to focus on that part. I want to focus on the big questions we get from this. And we've just gotten to the point where the Lord permits affliction to be given to Job. Now, this, of course, leads us to the big question of why do bad things happen to good people? And I want to begin with that today as these bad things happen to Job. So in verse 13, it says, And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And then Job starts to receive messengers. He has one messenger that comes and says that the oxen were taken away and that the servants are slain. And then, as he was delivering his message, another appears and says that the fire of God has fallen from heaven and burns up the sheep and the servants. And then another servant appears and all the camels and the servants that were with the camels are slain. And then in verse 18, His sons and his daughters were drinking and a great wind smote the house and they are all dead except for the servant. So he's lost all his possessions. He's lost all his children. Job arises, rents his mantle and shaves his head and worships. Now, I think that this, for a start, is an important moment. We're going to go through the whole book of Job, obviously not covering every chapter in detail, but we are going to go through the whole book Um, and we will see Job fluctuate. Uh, in his his feelings and his emotions. We'll see moments where Job is praising God, worshipping God, saying that God will strengthen him and help him. But we'll also see moments where Job is not cursing God, but he is pleading, he is concerned, he is, dare I say, angry perhaps with God in some cases. We'll see. Um, and I think that this is helpful to us to understand that that is okay, <laughs> I think that God, who sees all manner of blaspheming and um, disrespect and just all manner of things given to him from the world today, I think he's okay if we call out in perhaps anger or um, just a lack of understanding and maybe perhaps asking him to help us understand why such such awful things happen to us. because he knows how we feel. He has been through this, remember. Uh, and so that is something which we're going to be looking at as we go through Job's reactions as well. Um, in this moment, uh, we see uh, Job respond in a very admirable way. He says in verse 21, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. This is probably one of the most well-known phrases uh, in the in this story of Job. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Um, I think that, you know, sometimes we can uh, do well to remember that 
when we have difficulties or trials in our lives, we need to remember to trust in God. Not necessarily to trust that there is going to be something that we learn or gain. I mean, some of life's most horrendous difficulties will not have a clear learning point from it, uh, certainly when we're in the moment, and even perhaps until the day we die. Um, I think that this is one of the greatest difficult lessons to learn, is that even though we give our devotion, even though we give our uh, we, we live our covenants, even if we're living the most correct life we can, we are still going to come across difficulties and challenges which we just cannot explain. Um, but this in some way gives me a comfort to know um, that the Lord is with me because it then means if horrendous difficult things do happen to us, that it isn't necessarily because we have made a mistake. It isn't necessarily because we have done something that isn't right that we need to correct. Then the law just gives a swift retribution to us. Of course, there are things in our lives that, you know, if we make mistakes on that bad things will happen. If we are, if we become addicted to gambling, then we are going to have financial difficulties. That And that is an imp- a direct impact from that mistake that we've slipped into. Um, I could go through a list, of course, but... Um, you know, there are obviously some natural consequences of things that we do, but other things that happen in our lives, and I will use this example because it is one that has naturally rocked our family's life in the last um, 18 months or so, uh, is obviously our son's diagnosis of leukemia. Um, you know, <laughs> he was eight years old, uh, or was he? Yeah, he was eight years old when that diagnosis was given. Um Clearly, you know, he hasn't done anything in his life to, to warrant such a horrendous um, physical um, health difficulty to go through. That naturally then led to questions from us as, have we done something wrong? And, you know, of course, we don't live perfect lives. Uh, and I say we, not meaning my, myself and my wife, but I mean, us in general don't live perfect lives. And so, of course, we start to question, you know, is there something we've done wrong? And... Again, there's probably not going to be a clear answer in the near future, maybe in the medium term, maybe even in the long term. But difficult things will happen. And the response that we have is the important thing, because that will help us through that. And that is, I think, the key question, the key answer to why people have faith in their lives. It's not to avoid any difficulties, but it's to help them through those difficulties. Because without that faith, without that trust in God, then how do we come to terms with these difficult things in our lives? Um, Elder Joseph B. Worthlin said, quote, it, um, As you know, it narrates, uh, speaking of the story of Job, it narrates the afflictions that befell a righteous man and considers reasons for those afflictions. It does not entirely question, answer the question of why Job or anyone might suffer pain or sorrow, but does state clearly that affliction is not necessarily a sign of God's anger and a punishment for sin, as Job's friends told him. The book suggests that affliction, if not for punishment, may be for experience, discipline and instruction. Uh, close quote. Also, uh, Elder Neil A. Maxwell said, quote, One deeply admires those wronged who nevertheless go on doing that which is right, refusing to, come, to become offended or bitter. Let others charge God foolishly. These faithful souls are magnanimous and forgiving, as was a generous Joseph in Egypt uh, to his erring brothers. Such saints fashion forgiveness where others would revel in resentment. Close quote. We have a great example here of someone who 
doesn't let the difficulties bring him away from God, but rather closer to. And again, like I said before, though, it does not mean that, you know, if we at some moments in our most difficult circumstances ask God, why can this be happening to me? How could you let this happen? That is different. But I suppose what I'm trying to say is, is that questioning why these things happening are, are happening is not a bad thing. But then turning away from God from his help is the thing that we need to avoid. And that is is key. So in chapter two, um, we see that um, th- that Satan then um, starts to afflict Job. And in a physical sense, he's taken away uh, all the possessions and the family that he had. Uh, well, his children anyway. Um, and then he is able to also to afflict him physically. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll pause it there uh, and we'll go into this tomorrow. Uh, and we will discuss um, how also um, Job also changes in his response slightly. Uh, and we'll see how that is different to not having trust in the Lord as well. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Thank you for your uh, time on this study. Uh, please join us tomorrow uh, and share what you what you think about your, your your study of this book of Job as well in the Facebook group uh, and also at church. Uh, you can email ldstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.